Hello, Ayers. How are y'all doing? I am at work and I have a few minutes. I hope the baby might wake up, but I'm going to try to knock out this podcast. So I hope you had a productive time since the last time we spoke. Hope you have done something to get closer to your dreams and your goals of financial freedom, of not living paycheck to paycheck, of wanting more, and that's okay, of freedom, just plain freedom, extra money, having money gives you choices, choices is freedom, bottom line, so that brings me on what we're going to talk about today, could you date someone that has a different mindset than you do concerning finances, what do I mean, stay tuned. Welcome to The $100 Heiress, the only podcast that shares with you the raw and uncut journey of what it really takes to go from rags to riches. Prepare to learn how to transform your dream into your reality through hard work and tips that you won't receive anywhere else. So let's get into today's show. dating someone and they're in a lot of debt and I mean debt credit card debt not just the you know a car payment or mortgage rent you know I mean credit card debt huge student loans true debt but you don't have debt let's say the only bills and debt you have is your car payment is your rent or your mortgage and that's it do you think you would be able to work together Or does it depend on how much income they are bringing in? So if your significant other or the person you're involved with is making six figures, but they have all this debt, but they're able to take care of their own debt and even save a little, but you're making 30 a year, you have no debt, just your normal bills, but you're not able to actually save because you're making such low income. Does that kind of balance it out? Hmm, think about it. Could you be, quote unquote, equally yoked financially if it's in in that manner? So does it matter how much the person is making versus the debt? Let's think about that. Now, another point is, Could you be involved with someone in a successful relationship if they're okay with making the bare minimum? They're okay with living paycheck to paycheck. They're not really striving for more, but you, on the other hand, want more. You want to be an entrepreneur, business owner. You want to make those six figures. You you want a, a lot of money in your savings account. You want to be able to take vacations and not think about, well, I got to take from bill money to take this vacation. Like you are not happy because you are trying to reach financial freedom. So you are hustling more than they're hustling because you have a bigger goal and they're okay 
with what just they're doing. Could that relationship work? Think about that one. Is that a good point? Another point I want to bring up is what about children? What if the person you're involved with has children? You don't, or maybe you do, but they're older. You know, they're adults, but they have young children they have to take care of. Obviously, it takes more finances to, to take care of younger children. So that means that's that's money coming out of your household. Would that affect your relationship? Or again, would it depend on how much income that person is bringing in a month? So yes, that person might have a child or children, but if they're making two, three times more than you are and you don't have children to care for and they're taking care of this, does that balance it out? Is that equaled now? Could you work with that situation? So I find myself back in the dating game lately. I guess you can call it dating game, talking to people. And I am thinking about this because you you all know that's what this podcast is about. You know, financial freedom. We are hustling our way from nothing to something. Whether we've lost it before or we've never had it, that is our goal. So on this path that I've been on for a few years to regain wealth, is uh, I'm running into people that have a different mindset than me. You know, they have a different idea of what a, a financial free life means and what success means and, you know, what hustle means. To me, you can't just work 40 hours a week. Like, to in my life, working 40 hours a week will not give me what I need. And to be honest with you, my heirs, I don't know too many people that can just work 40 hours a week. I work for a very successful family, a lawyer and a, a doctor, and they don't work 40 hours a week. They work more than that, you know? So, um, people who just work 40 hours a week and are 38, 40, just one full-time gig, they kind of concern me a little bit. Unless you're living on generational wealth and you got your house paid off, you got your car paid off, you have no debt and you're working less than 40 hours a week in 38 to 40 or one full-time job and you're doing just fine. Well, that's a different story. I haven't met anybody like that. Okay. So I, you know, running into people that that's okay. They're, they're okay with that lifestyle running into people with lots of debt. I, I no longer have a lot of debt. You know, my car will be paid off. I have maybe like two grand left. Um, I do live in a town home. You know, uh, I'm not living a paycheck to paycheck anymore. Thank the Lord. You know, I've hustled my butt. I've made the right decisions and choices the past two years. And I have crawled out of that hole trying to climb my way back to the top. OK, so and it, it wasn't easy and it's still not easy. And I'm still working over 40 hours a week. I don't know what a 40 hour week is. OK, so I'm finding, you know, the people that I'm, I'm, well, I were interested in. That's how they see things. You know, they're OK with with just that paycheck or or they don't want to work extra, you know, or, you know, they have children. And I'm thinking, well, hey, if you have all of this this uh, debt and you're you're making this and you have children, too. Like, how how is that going to work? Because, you know, my goal, my goal and it's OK. It's OK. If you are a person that wants more, that's OK. And if you're a person who doesn't, that's OK, too. But the two cannot mend. 
The two cannot become one. The two cannot be on the same path. You have to see eye to eye when it comes to finances. Did you know the number one cause of divorce is not cheating? It's not cheating, okay? You would think it would be. It's finances. It's finances. People separate divorce because of financial problems, issues, situations, financial crisis. So you know this must be important. So if you are involved with somebody, you're getting serious. I say before you get serious, find out how they think about money, how they feel about money, what their their money goals are for the future. But if you haven't discussed it and you are now getting serious, you've been together for a minute, um, especially if you're about to walk down the aisle, you need to discuss finances. And I would hope that you're open and honest enough to discuss all your debts, put it on a piece of paper with the person you're involved with. Every debt you have, put it on paper. You know, any type of serious thing, uh, bankruptcies, and any, put it all on paper, put it out there because you need to go in not blind with the relationship when it comes to finances, okay? Finances and love, <laughs> you know, you, you can love somebody all day long, but honey, that those financial problems, those financial problems will make that love crumble in that relationship. It will not work. So be honest. I, I have been honest with myself. There's things that are non-negotiables for me and a person who is not headed in direction that, that I'm headed, especially approaching 50, you know, it's not going to work. You know, and sometimes we want something so bad. And, and when we look at the, the truth of the matter and we say, well, you know, I, I might want this, but it's not good for me. It's not it's not going where I'm going. And I'm just so real now. You know, I'm, I'm not in my 20s and oh, I think love can work everything out. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe love can work anything and everything out. Believe, be honest, you know, and if you're willing to take on somebody's financial burden, hey, that is okay too. I'm not willing to do that. No, especially at my age, I am not willing to do that. But if you are, and if you're in a situation that you are just flowing in the dough and you, you, you know, you got it made and you want to take on that burden and help that person, that's okay too. This is your life. This is your life. I, this podcast is just really to just make sure that you have the discussion with the person you're involved with to make sure you're being honest about how you feel about money and make sure they're being honest to you. Money to me is important and I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. I'm not going to say I love money, but I love what it does to my life. Okay. I love how it gives me the opportunity to help others. I am a giver. I love giving. I love how I can lay my head down at night and not be worried about how am I going to scrape up a few more hundred for my rent like I was last year? So money is very important to me. So every step I make in life, especially when it comes to sharing my life with somebody else, I have to think about that because I don't want to go backwards. So make sure you discuss this in your relationships. Love money does it mix. Can love conquer the money issues? <laughs> Those are some things to discuss, you know. We don't talk much about dating because this is a, a, a money podcast. It's, it's about financial freedom and getting off of che- paycheck to paycheck and side hustling and, you know, making your dreams come true when it comes to finances. 
And so we don't discuss love, but I just, you know, uh, I had a discussion or something came up and it just triggered a topic for me. And I was like, you know what? Like, that is important to me. It is important. Someone's financial standing is important to me. Um, I somehow, I'm not going to say this. I don't want to give how I discover. But I discovered that somebody that um, I really cared for had like a $20,000 lien um, against him. And on top of other finances, and he never said anything. Like, we are so close. Knowing each other for years, and we're discussing a future together. I'm like, how could you, like, why would you leave that out? That's like very $20,000, $20,000. And he's not a, a wealthy person. Well, I guess he, he couldn't be owing $20,000, having a $20,000 lien against him. But things like that, things that, that came out and came out without him knowing. So when I asked him, and I'm not going to tell you how I found out, but when I asked him, he was like, yeah, you know, this is what happened. But, but you didn't discuss that. You didn't, you didn't say anything. So before, please, 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 before you walk down the aisle, before you make a commitment with someone, find out their money situation. And if they're too shy or they're trying to be too discreet about how much they make at their job and what their debts are, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That's a sign. Stop right now. Halt everything because it is very very important. We're being real here. And money is very, very important. Try not having it and you'll see just how important it is. Okay. So until next time, my heirs, it's been real. I got to get off of here. The baby's about to wake up. You know, my nanny baby, not my real baby. So you keep, you keep, keep striving to get closer to where you want to be financially, to get that bank account where you want it. And it's okay, however, however you want to live your life, whatever having money means to you, it's okay. It's your life, right? It's your book. You're writing it. I'm just here to kind of give you tips and to maybe bring things to your attention you hadn't thought of before. You are welcome to drop me a message on this podcast. You can find me on social media at Nisha, N-E-S-I-A, Bo, M-B-O-W, the M is silent, on Instagram. Okay, ta-ta.